Hello, everyone, and welcome to the to-do list. In this episode, we are celebrating the beautiful state of Arkansas, more specifically the beautiful city of Little Rock, but all over Arkansas. Yes, Arkansas, you heard it. Both of us have a 50-state project going on, and you know what? For one of my birthdays, I picked Arkansas as my place to go, and you know what? I have no regrets, and you shouldn't either. So in this episode, you're going to hear about the adventures we have, a little bit of history, a little bit of fun, a little bit of good food that pretty much wraps up the beautiful state of Arkansas. So here we go. Hi, this is Noah. Hey, it's Kimberly, and this is the The To-Do List. Hey, everyone. So we are going to be talking about some domestic travel from the past because we haven't been able to do too much lately. I do want to apologize because we are having a major snow ice storm. So you will hear wind coming through the windows because it's loud. But it'll be like (laughs) transporting people through time and space. (laughs) This would have been better for like Finland, not for the episode we're going to do. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. We're taping today. There's a big storm. You can hear the ice on the window and the winds are howling. Woohoo! So yes. So no, we are not talking about Finland, but we are talking about... Okay. (laughs) You're not going to say it. They already know. They read the title. Well, that was a major cliffhanger. Like... (laughs) What if I don't read the title? Just click. Like, come on. Then I, I appreciate you for just going in blind to this to this podcast. But no, so I had a birthday, and I decided because I couldn't travel internationally. I'm like, you know what? I want to travel domestically, and I want to go to some states that I've never been to before. And it worked for the Fifty State Project. It sure did. Very and the much. The first so. state that I really wanted to go to, out of all of them, the Ugh. Fifty States. This is the one that I picked for my birthday. Was Arkansas? Arkansas, Arkansas. I just love old Arkansas. Not, I like the part that says "Love my mom, love my pa." We don't have the rights. To they that. don't know. This. <laughs> they I'm just sharing this. music. I know. That's all it is. We don't have the we rights. We can't we afford that. that. So anyway, I don't know that we so, want to afford that. Music should be oh, free. No, it shouldn't. No, that's like saying I should do my job for free. No, they put the time in. But they if you have the paid. joy and you just want to express it through song, you write a lot of music in, uh, for free. I do write a lot of music for free. And, and I've shared your music can, for free. <laughs> you sang Big Ass Glacier on here and you I didn't did. get paid any copyright for that. But that's because I'm the owner and I get where people are coming from. But so Arkansas. we decided that <laughs> we were going to go to, well, I was going to go to Arkansas. And... Then we also dabbled in Mississippi, though I won't say that I feel like I spent a lot of time in Mississippi, so I don't count it my 50-state project. I pretty much had some food and then had a weird experience and then left. And then we also went to Tennessee. Yeah, we went to Memphis. We went to Memphis. But we're not talking about that. That's a different episode. But we just wanted to put it there. This was all one big extravaganza of fun. We're focusing on Little Rock, though. Because Arkansas is a big state. And and we had a choice when we were in Little Rock if we were going to go east or west from Mm -hmm. Little Rock. So... Because there's hot springs and things. Oh, there are, and, and oh yeah. There's there's different things to do in Arkansas depending on what you want to do. And I guess being city folk, we wanted to go to another city knowing city that folk. it wasn't. It's the biggest city in Arkansas, city Little folk. Rock. You but loved it. At I one did. point, at one point, you actually said I could live here. I really enjoyed it. You did say it. Now, but now it's been a while since we've been there. Could you live there? Today. I don't know. I haven't been there, but uh, you, in a while. But I haven't been there in a while, and things change, and my mood changes. But uh, you know, it only has one hundred fifty thousand people, so it's, it's it's pretty small. If that puts it into perspective for you a little bit, but um, I don't know. I just wanted to do it for the fifty state project, and I'd never been there, and I I enjoy the South. You know, um, I I think a lot of times people don't go there enough, or they're like, they have preconceived ideas of what the South is, and so I I just don't like that. Go check it out yourself and enjoy it, because let me tell you. Yeah, tell us. There's some damn good uh, food and damn good fun. Oh, okay. I was thinking about (laughs) Arkansas, and when you were saying you love the South, Mm -hmm. we did reference Arkansas, but not by name, in a previous episode recently, we were talking about culture war or culture shocks. Yeah, that'll be here. Yeah. We'll bring it up later. Oh, yeah. Okay, because there was, like... And I guess the one that's coming up for me now that I am thinking back to this experience wasn't this? What didn't you tell me there was a law that I'm not allowed to pronounce it, Arkansas? 
I'm sure they don't appreciate it. No, I thought you told me that I can get in charge at the time. There may be. I don't know. I haven't Googled it, but there's a possibility. They at the time we like went, it. you told me. They don't want to be Arkansas. They're Arkansas. It's just mispronunciation. Oh, please. When I went to Louisiana, I pronounced S-H-R-E-V-E-P-O-R-T. I pronounced it Shreveport, which is clearly not what, how it's pronounced. So if Louisianians can put up with it, then I would think the people from Arkansas can put up well, with it. Well, no, because everybody knows Arkansas. I mean, it's a state. So, I mean, that's oh, kind really? of unfair. Tell that to Illinois. Well, <laughs> They true, get that on the true. regular. But anyway, so I just wanted to do a nice little road trip. I love driving. I love the South. And it was quite the adventure. It's funny because actually, this is interesting. So when we flew out, we flew to Little Rock. Mm-hmm. And it is a small airport, very small airport. And I was like, oh, that's it. Because I'm used to JFK where it's like so you, you we, have to run. We, we should really call this a half road trip then. Because road trip implies we drove the entire thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, we no, flew no, no. and then we drove. Places. Yeah, we flew and then we drove around to where we were going. And then at the airport, when it was an early morning flight because we want to have fun and like get it moving. And I remember... I remember how small the airport was coming from JFK. I was like, oh my gosh. It just had only like three or four like terminals. It was small. And I went to get coffee. <laughs> that small. That small. I've I've flown into. Oh no, I have two. But I'm saying it's from just coming from JFK to there. It was like, whoa. And I remember <laughs> going to get coffee because I was so tired before getting the rental car. And as soon as I opened my mouth, like people's heads just turned and looked at me. And I remember thinking, why? You, you have tours from other parts of the world or country here. Do they? I don't know, but everybody's head turned and looked at me, and they obviously knew I did not have a southern accent, and so that was interesting. And then we got in the car, but they had also warned us that there had been, because I didn't know about this, of course you will, Um, just a little FYI, if you're traveling to the south or certain parts of the Midwest, this was in April, and I had no idea that that is tornado season, (laughs) because I've never been anywhere where we have tornadoes, and so I, they'd... We've the, had tornadoes in New York, girl. Not very often, though. We're no, not known no, not as very. tornado place. We are and not, so I've but never we've dealt with it before. And I remember them warning us, well, there was a touchdown, you know, pretty close to where you're going to be staying. And I was like, what? I could not believe it because it's in the city limits. But apparently it's pretty common. Obviously, you knew. I didn't. I love didn't. my ma, love my pa. I had no idea. I, so that was kind of strange to have tornado warnings in the area <laughs> it kind of freaked me out where i was like i don't want to drive because i didn't know what to do that and that react i hear tornado warning i roll my eyes and just go on with life it doesn't affect me at all well it, it, okay see exactly because he was raised in an area that had it i'm known for earthquakes there you go so it was kind of cool though and so we got in the car and we decided to go to our hotel and check things out and so on to arkansas well little rock Yes. On to Little Rock. I do want to say it's kind of small. It is kind of small, but one thing about Arkansas is that it has, it's actually a very historical city, or historic city for many reasons, which is kind of fitting, actually, that we are in February, is because of something called the Little Rock Nine. Would you like to tell the story? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. He did do the research. Sure. I did no. I did research. Okay. I did research. I know. I, 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 no, I I, basically, there was a. I'm throwing you a bone. <laughs> oh no! I'll take the bone. <laughs> like, um, tell the story. I don't know that I lived the story. I don't know if it's my no, story to but, tell. But you can. But basically, there was a lawsuit: Brown versus the Board of Education of Topeka that basically desegregated the United States. Mm-hmm. And so, in 1957, there there were nine students who were going to be integrated into Little Rock Central High School and. Uh, it got real. Yeah, is, is a good way to put it. They had to bring in the 101st Airborne to basically guard the school and make sure that everybody played nicely. And so there were nine students that were picked from varying ages to very young to you know teenagers who were put into the school. And the 101st Airborne had to be on site for quite a while because, of course, people were very unhappy. You know, it's an interesting part of American history. I'm not saying interesting in a good way. But um, it's part of American history. To clarify what you said, both federal troops and federalized National Guardsmen were deployed for the entirety of the school year. Right. Because, so, yeah, it was stressful, shall we say. Very stressful. And so these people, you know, the the Arkansas, or Little Rock Nine, basically, it's... You have to look at it from their perspective. That's a lot to put on children. They basically show... 
pictures from the time and and it's just it's it, it's craziness and so the reason i bring this up is because there's a big history there and one of the reasons why i was interested in going and there's the actual school that you can go to and close by is a visitor center in which it tells the history of the school and i think if you're going to be in little rock uh there's there's fun to be had there but i think it's very important to go there especially uh, if you're interested in american history if you're not from here or if you're an american it's important to see this history as well and because if you think about it it hasn't even been a hundred years and <laughs> that this happened no. and it, it, it caused a lot of problems and these are it's these, just over 60 yeah just over 60 and these with the, and these most of them are still alive from my understanding and so they'll tell the story of the children who were originally put into the situation and it's interesting to hear them tell their stories. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of backlash and a lot of hate thrown towards them. And, it and is- the visitor center tell their stories, which is interesting, is you could hear their stories. There were parts at the visitor center where you could you pick up a phone and listen yeah. to an individual's recounting mm-hmm. of their tale. And then you had other students who were not African-American telling their version of events as well. So you got to hear... I'll say both sides, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> yeah, no. So, it's so true, it was well. It was it was interesting, and and it was also done recently as well. Meaning, at the actual visitor center, they'll give how the perspectives of the people who were there at that time, yeah, how their perspectives have changed, and how that because it, as time passes, I think that your uh, vantage point on the historic event changes your, well, your viewpoint and too. also your viewpoint just from being a teenager to being an adult you know a lot of people will morph sometimes into different people with different opinions because they've stepped away from their family or whatever sometimes it doesn't but it's interesting to see how people have changed over time as well and i feel like what made this such a nice little visitor center was it was really displayed nicely everything was very clean well put together and very informative it's a small space but they really put a lot of information in that small space and make it very personal. Um, and you can spend a lot of time there. I mean, I know you were like going through everything. And it- I, I think part of it is that I don't know that I was as exposed to the Little Rock Nine, Little Rock Nine, and their story before I actually went there. So then after the, I, I was curious about and interested in it. Um, I obviously knew about Brown versus the Board of Education of Topeka, but I don't know that I knew the impact it has specifically in Little Rock. So therefore, I discussed it with my father, who had been in the military and was alive at that time. Um, I discussed it with a co-worker who's African-American and asked his perspective growing up, because I've worked with people of varying ages, so it's very interesting seeing... um, how people of different generations operate and interact and how times change and sometimes when you're of an older generation some of your viewpoints don't necessarily um transform as quickly as the younger i don't know that their vantage points are as malleable as that of the younger generations so it it was interesting to hear their perspective on it And and, and that's in general like when i was studying avita or eva perone i asked my grandmother about did she was she impacted by Ava Prone's death? So generally, when I hear anything historic, I try to hear the perspective of the people who were actually there during that time to hear how that uh, made an impact on them and what their reaction was. Yeah. Because I feel it's a perspective I don't have. And it's case in point. When I went to Hawaii in 2011, I was able to go to... I was there on uh, Veterans Day, and I got to talk to veterans who were actually at Pearl Harbor when it bombed. And so that was an interesting experience. And to me, that was a, a priceless experience yep. because they're a national treasure and how much longer are they going to be alive. So that way, going to the little, uh, the Central High School Visitor Center, mm-hmm. able to hear the stories of the people who were there in 1957, that was a, a valuable experience. And it was interesting to hear because it was recorded, obviously. The people who were there weren't actually there when we visited, yeah. but their story was recorded for us. So that was a valuable thing to hear it from their words, their perspective. Which I which I think is really great because you're actually hearing it from them, and it's kind of important even bringing in something not exactly the same, but kind of similar in, in, in what it is, like the Holocaust survivors telling their stories, because as time moves on, of course, they pass on, and you have their actual words, not even just written. Some of them had recorded moments and things, so you get to hear it, and I think that's very impactful, you know, hearing it, because one day these people won't be here, you know, and so there's the written word, and then hearing it from their own recollection, you know, it just, it's very empowering. And perspective, I think, plays a big part in it, because I think when the Little Rock Nine, or anybody who's experiencing history, when you're living it, I don't think you know how big of a deal it's going to be. Uh, I don't know that the Little Rock... You're just trying to get through the day, because you're horrified, you know, what's happening. I mean, that was 
had to be horrifying for them, you know, and difficult. And they must have known how big it was, but I think you're not thinking about it from a grand level of society. You're looking at it of, oh my gosh, I have to go do this every day. And I can't imagine, it's kind of like you go to school and you get bullied maybe by something. This is beyond that. This is something huge that your everyday existence is going to cause a, you know, a problem within society and upsetting people. I just, I can't even imagine. It's, it's ridiculously powerful. It really was. And so after that, after you do that tour, which I do think is absolutely amazing, you can walk to the school and you can't go inside because they still use it. It's not, it's still in use. Fun fact. There's my fun fact. It is actually still operating today and is the only functioning high school to be located within the boundary of a national, national historic site. Interesting. So Little Rock's full of interesting little nuggets. Let me tell you. My other fun fact about the high school actually is when it was built, it was called quote unquote, the most beautiful high school in America. So there you go. Fun facts about Little Rock Central High School. Exactly. And so it's kind of interesting. So, you know, I do recommend, even though you can't go inside it, going outside of it and seeing it because it's just kind of interesting seeing where, you know, how historic sites change that that doesn't exist anymore that you know the what was going on there obviously it's just like a normal day of school but well, it's and just to interesting to stand on the ground yeah. a- after going to the visitor center to actually stand on the ground where these events transpired can be a very powerful thing it is. depending it's on extremely powerful uh, how that impacts an individual case I'm taking this to France when we went to Normandy yep. to the cemetery there I didn't know it would be as powerful for me as it was and I guess that's I think it is important to actually go to Little Rock Central High School so that you at least have the opportunity to to be in the same spot. Sure. And and appreciate the historic quality of that site. And it's, yeah, it's just odd too because it's just so quiet at that point. But be be careful because it is a school that's being used. Don't don't go there when there's a bunch of kids there like creeping around or anything. We waited until afterwards. I'm just saying because part of it too is there's houses across the street so I tried to get a full photo of the school in. You can't. You'd have to walk on the person's lawn and stand in front of their yard and I was not willing to do that. So please respect that people live across the street too and they have houses there and cars and and so I wasn't able to get the full photo of the school in and it's okay because people live there. I'm still I'm still trying to envision me creeping. I wasn't creeping. No, I'm not just... saying you were creeping. I'm just saying with kids around, you know, you don't want to be like creeping. They're high schoolers. They're I good. Know. Oh, trust me. The you National Guard the National Guard will not be called in this time because <laughs> no, you, you're on your own. It's all You're on your own. But what's interesting too, because what makes Little Rock, like I said, kind of an interesting little city is it has a lot going on including oh are you moving on i because i wasn't moving on yet he is not, I'm moving, not moving on, on yet the reason why <laughs> i i did want to say something that was impactful for me yeah. as i said i really enjoyed the visitor center it may have been no i will say it was my most it, uh, the part i enjoyed the most and i'm not a big in history guy uh, i i don't like to be per se politically active i tend to be a peaceful being but this really um struck me and one of the things and i think it struck you too that i kind of wanted to bring up just to give the, a sense of how powerful what the little rock nine went through was there was a photo do you remember the photo no it's a famous photo of elizabeth eckford and hazel Bryan, which basically shows elizabeth eckford coming to school and she had been separated originally they had planned it so that all nine could come together yes. because they anticipated there being quote-unquote trouble mm-hmm. so therefore they wanted the little rock nine to all oh, come at the same time and exit at the same time so they could be protected she didn't get the information it's not like they had cell phones going on back in 1957 so she actually came a different way and came on her Mm -hmm. own and at that point one of the things and i've heard two different versions of it but one of the things that were being shouted behind her by a group of caucasian students were two four six eight we don't want to integrate Mm. or two four six eight we ain't gonna integrate i I, i've read two different versions of it yeah and Reading that was was powerful because it's like uh, that venom, I guess, or that that anger, that that energy coming towards that one girl, Elizabeth Eckford and Hazel Bryan. They've actually interviewed her. She was one of the um, teens in the picture that the there. She seems very <laughs> angry, angry and yeah, very. I know which photo you're talking about. Yes, you know and, what? We'll put a photo up of it because it is illegal to do it because illegal because it's public domain. So. And and she she they've both been interviewed since they've met since they've they're not necessarily friends since. But but that being said, I think that in 1963, Brian had contacted her because she's evolved to a degree, but their friendship didn't necessarily become a friendship. It became kind of like a a, a, 
this is a piece. This yeah. is this is what it is. And part of that had to do with the different dynamics and, and what um, Brian wanted from the relationship and what Eckford could give in the relationship. Sure. I think one of the things that struck me about Eckford's um, journey, and this is why I, I just felt it once more, because that picture was impactful, but reading her story that she had attempted suicide twice and that she was diagnosed as suffering from PTSD. And that after, like, the Little Rock Nine were allowed in the school after uh, I think it was a week that passed between that first initial attempt at an entry which had to be uh, stopped because there was too much going on when she finally did enter she'd been pushed down a flight of stairs at one point the bullying did happen because as was said they can protect you outside the school but once you're in they they couldn't really do it and I can't say teachers today versus teachers then I can't say that the protections or that everyone agreed that the desegregation should be happening right. so I guess I just wanted to say a little bit more about the, the how powerful that image was and how how I think for me it kind of drove home how horrible I mean they were striving for equality and striving to make it so that we could all live together peacefully but that was hard and to see the struggles that that took from the little little rock nine absolutely and and, and how that did affect I will say Hazel Bryan as well because after that, she's going to be labeled as a racist. She's going to be labeled... I'm not saying it was easy for anyone in this situation. It was easier for some than others. Yes. But it, it was just a powerful experience. more of a power role, and I think less PTSD than the other. So it... Yes. And, 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 you know, I, I understand people grow and all that, but I just... I can understand why these students had some major issues afterwards. Again, like I said, when you're a teenager, it's your formative years, and you don't really know who you are to put them in such an extreme situation... Oh, I can't even imagine. But, you know, they're pioneers in that way. And um, what's beautiful about it is that they also have a statue nearby. Which is near the Capitol, actually. It's called um, Testament, which is the, you're talking about the Little Rock yep, Nine. the Little Rock yes. Nine it's statue. It's called Testament. It's called the Little Rock Nine Monument. And it actually, the governor's office window faces out onto this mm-hmm. uh, display. Shall we say? So yeah, that, that and was... I, I think it's worth seeing. I really do. I, I really think seeing school afterwards and going to that statue is very powerful. I, I think if you're in Little Rock, it's kind of almost criminal <laughs> to go see these. I mean, you do what you got to do, and depending on how much time you have. And yes, it may be a little bit heavy for some, but I think it's something to see because it is a big part of Arkansas's history, especially Little Rock. And it's I would part say of their history and the part US of our, yeah, our nation's history as well. Because I, I, as I mentioned, I talked to my father about this. I talked to a guy I worked with about this, and we talked about segregation yeah. and what they remember about it. It's because in people's lifetime. They, <laughs> it's in yeah. some, a lot of people's lifetime who are still alive it wasn't that long ago it, it really kind of the 60s in general shaped the u.s in a big way um you know and i'm not going to go into big history here but we do have international listeners it really shaped the u.s the 60s were a very um interesting time as far as um division in the country and trying to bring it together um it's just you know kind of interesting even today and things how there's themes that repeat sometimes i don't think it's as I hope it's not as big of a scale, but it is part of American history, you know, for good or bad, I'd say leaning mostly for bad because I'm all for, hey, kumbaya, that's me. Um, And I promote that. But um, it's a little bit of a delicate subject, but it's important an important subject and I think is very relevant for today to a degree. And so it's important. So I really recommend seeing it and understanding it. And I think it's a big part of the history and one of the main reasons that I went. You know. yeah. No, no, I and uh, you we had talked. You had talked a little bit about how it's important today and how the people who were there then are still alive today. Yeah, I did look it up. The Little Rock Nine, the nine students, all were born between 1940 and 1942. Yeah. I didn't look up how many are past and how many are still right, with us. Right, because they're getting but up there. But they're yeah. getting up there. But that would mean basically that the oldest one right now would be 81. Right. Depending right. on when when the birthday happens. Sure. If it sure. already passed or not, 80 or 81, depending on. Sure. But that that being said, yeah, it's it's. It was interesting. It was powerful. So, yeah, yes, it was very sorry. powerful. We're going to line it up. <laughs> yes, we are. Where, or, where are we going? Oh, where are we, we going? We're going to another spot, like I was saying before, that is kind of iconic. Is it historic? It is. Well, it's not really historic. But that's, oh, that's why I didn't know where you were going because we went to another historic spot and you said lighten it up. I'm like, oh, this is going to be lighter because that'd be funny. Oh, no, which one is it? Let's keep it heavy oh. so we can go to light. Oh, okay. You wanted to? Fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if it was that. Well, this is the lighter. No, let's bring it. We'll go there. This was the lighter of the two. We went to another historic place in this Little Rock. Is a lot of fun. I hope this you remember this one. Great. We we went from 
I, not necessarily in this order, but I do remember, and that's why it's funny when you say lighten it up. I'm like, this is lighter. I mean, looking back historically at this president, it might be lighter. It was the Clinton Presidential oh, Center. Oh, that's not heavy. It wasn't no. exactly. Well, I guess it okay. is lighter. Then I was like, what? We're bringing it. Li- we're bringing it up. It's going to get fun by the well, end. Well, I actually, <laughs> I felt the Clinton Presidential Library was lighter. It was. It was. Lighter. I don't think that it's like depressing. It's kind of interesting. It's just some people may not find it that. Uh, some people may not be into the museums or as much, and may find it a little boring or clinical i didn't you know you know uh, what i liked about it the structure was interesting yes but beyond that a little bit too modern for me actually it was funny cause I, I remember going in through the door and they ask you your zip code yes they when do you go in and uh, so, was that your first time having that happen yeah and they so, do it a lot more now I, i'm used to it now even here in new york at the met i've had it yeah so we gave him our zip code and then i remember the guy pulls it up and it tells you where you're from and he's like Oh, everyone, we have Brooklyn in the house. <laughs> we started laughing. I like, thought I went, Brooklyn. Yeah. And then we're like, we yeah. It. And he's like, Brooklyn in the house. Yeah. And we're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> we had Brooklyn. some sweet cred. That was fine. It was pretty funny. And um, then you walk around. And what I, the thing that struck me the most, actually, um, they have like an area where you can watch a documentary on the Clintons. But yeah, yeah. What was interesting is they had all these gifts that were given to them. Yes, and that was one of my favorite parts. That was my favorite part. Yes. It's very cool. It's like this um, beautiful, almost like museum-esque part of the museum. Uh, not museum, but center. And it shows all the gifts from around the world that the Clintons were given. Um, and it was just so cool because I love this stuff because a lot of it, it was obviously from certain countries. And obviously I love to travel. Maybe you do too. That's why you're here. And it was just <laughs> fascinating to see the different gifts from like Japan or Russia or whatever. It was just really cool. That was the one thing that I remember and absolutely loved. And there was a really cool bridge outside that made a great photo op. Yes. Well, the actual <laughs> center, it's it's the William J. Clinton Library and Museum. It actually is on the Arkansas River. Mm-hmm. So... That bridge is what you're referring to. It's not in use anymore. It's old, but uh, and not used, but it's really cool. Yeah. Yes, and so it was. It was nice to see the gifts. I also liked how Chihuly. I, I remember I went to the Chihuly Museum in Seattle, uh-huh. but at that time, I, or I, I remember there being a glass blown oh, piece yeah. by Chihuly there, which I enjoyed. I also liked they had the dresses. I guess that Hillary had they worn. Did. Yeah. <laughs> there were times when I found. It's it's not that, you know, I'm looking to Hillary to be a fashion plate or anything, but it was yeah. just interesting to see. They tend then, to do that. And then the life in the White House I found interesting, like yeah. what it was like to live there. And, and they had a, a mock of, a, like a replica of Clinton's Oval Office. That that was fun. So oh, we got that to, was so oh, cool. Yeah, you, we you had mean, so much fun with that. You, can, you can't go in it. Sometimes you can, I think, on certain tours, but we didn't have that. They don't do it every day. And so... We they, can get in front of that roped off area, though. You can get in, but you can't go into the actual replica of the Oval Office. I think there's certain times they do let people in, but please check the website because I, you know, don't quote me on that. And they're snow plowing, woohoo! But <laughs> it was it was funny because you get your picture taken. So I have all these weird pictures of me, and then I think there's one of Noah sneaking behind the glass on the other side. Yes, I was. And so he's like creeping past like where Clinton would be, you know, seated, spying on. And him. I took a picture of it, and we took some really stupid photos because there was nobody around the time we were there, and it was it was pretty it was pretty dumb and funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to find some of those. Those are so stupid. They well, yes, yes, it was. Well, we tend to be a little bit ridiculous when we travel, yes, we do. but but there were. I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would because, as I said, I don't tend to be a historic guy, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I found the Clinton Presidential Center to be as um, deep. No, <laughs> the it's little, not. The Central High School Visitor no, Center. No, absolutely not. But I mean, it's interesting because it's right there. I mean, he, he's a big deal in Arkansas. Oh, I agree. So it's like. It's it's an interesting way to spend the day, uh, you know. And, and that was actually the I don't think you have either, but that's the only presidential library or presidential center yeah. I've ever been to. Yeah, me too. That was the I first one. Don't recall going to any other one. No, <laughs> but it was maybe, right there. maybe that's a review of myself. If I have been to another one, I don't remember it. Ouch. I don't think you have. I, don't, I think part well. of it is. I mean, Little Rock is a small city, as we said, one hundred fifty thousand spread out, um, and so let's just put it this way: there isn't necessarily. A huge amount of things to do it's not that's not what Arkansas is about and this and I'll even say this about somewhere like West Virginia it's not necessarily these huge things that you do it's more the experiences that you take 
There are things to do, but there's delicious food. There's places to go listen to music. There's places to hike. There's places to like go to hot springs, which Arkansas is known for. Things like that. So I just want to point out, it isn't a place like New York City where you go boom, boom, yeah, boom, but I think that the day is full. But what I think what you're things. saying applies to any place you go. Even in New York mm-hmm. City, it's not about what you do. It's about your experience. Absolutely. But I think in New York City or a big city like Chicago or even a medium city like, uh, you know, like Portland, Oregon or something, there's tons of places that you can fill your days with. With a smaller city like Little Rock, it's not like, I'm going to go to Times Square. They're going to go to the, the, the edge. You're basically saying gonna... you don't have a laundry list of places to be. Right. And I actually liked that because it gives you more time to actually enjoy the culture and the food and the the atmosphere around you. And actually some of my favorite parts of visiting Arkansas yes. was when yes. we were driving back into it from Memphis. Oh, okay. That was where we're, we're going now? Okay. <laughs> well, okay. No, not to that part. Oh. That's, a, that's, the, that's the ending. But when we were driving back to spend the evening there and eat food, <sighs> I remember... <laughs> Which part? <laughs> there, I, there was a lot going on fact, outside of Little Rock. Of, there's a lot of factories and things. Um in Arkansas and some of them are abandoned some of them are used and I remember beautiful sunsets just beautiful sunsets in the south because there's not a lot of buildings and things blocking things and a lot of fields and it's beautiful and peaceful Uh um you gotta be careful though because you know they'll they'll bust you the popo will bust you for speeding and I love to speed but I remember a big (laughs) big spider falling on me (laughs) while we were in the rental car and there was this factory that I just pulled into. Nobody was into it. Uh, it was abandoned, I think. And I was screaming running around because the spider had dropped to me. And you had a flashlight for some reason. And you were looking me up and down because I thought it fell in my head. Well, okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> I don't care about spiders. They can follow me all day long. Like, oh. have fun. Uh, a spider could be living on me right now. And no. I would just go on with my life. No. If you even say the word spider, bee, or bug in Camberley's general direction, she'll run around screaming. <laughs> It and it's fell just on me, and I just remember pulling so, off the road screaming when in you this bring, abandoned building. But when you bring up flashlight thing, no, 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 no. that was on your request. That, that it's not like I'm so scared. It was of, totally my request. Yeah, like no. And then you're like, "There's nothing there." You probably bounced it off when you're running around screaming, <laughs> which is probably true. And I was so scared to get back in that car. And I remember we headed back into That the was city a favorite list. experience? It was because it was so ridiculous. It shows the ridiculousness wow. that is me. Wow. And so then we go to the city limits and we decide that we were going to drink. And <laughs> so we end up getting into like a taxi and the taxi cab drivers are cool. Because this guy was like, because we didn't want to drink and drive. And so he drove us to the area that's the fun area. It's two blocks basically. Like I said, Little Rock Small. It's like two or three blocks of Main Street. And... We wanted to drink, and this guy was just really freaking cool. He was just really cool, and well, you gotta go here, you gotta go, you gotta go here. Unfortunately, a lot of things do close early in Little Rock. By our standards. By our standards. This is like New York, everything's, oh, well, post, you know, before COVID. But the C word, C word. That. We, you know, everything's open to like, like, sometimes all night. 4 a.m., 2 a.m., you know, but there you have to get an early start or you're not going to have a good time. So, and a lot of places basically get... I don't know what that means. <laughs> you need to get an early start or you're not going to have a good time. What does that mean? Well, it depends what you see as a good time. Yeah, you that's why... You drink and eat and stuff and have a good time. Why do you got to get an early start? I can do that at 8 o'clock. Yeah, Is that an early start? A, no, I mean, it's... No, because everything starts closing like 10 or 11. It's like crazy. So you can't have a good time in two hours? Oh, trust me, I have. Well, then that's why I'm saying, why do you got to get an early start? I'm just very confused. Because some people want to take it to the limit, and we weren't able to. I, I Well, I didn't need to. I know, but I, you know, I don't mind. That's why I take the cab. Wow. But the thing is, a lot of places <laughs> fill up quickly because of that with locals and tourists. So you can't always get into places. So just be wary of that, especially if it's a weekend. Things do get busy. I want to go to that piano bar. I don't think it's there anymore, but it closed last year. There's a dueling piano bar. I didn't want to go. I did. It closed. Yeah, I don't. They have a new one, but I heard it's not very good. But you, you look up your own reviews. But I can't say because I didn't go there. But I just was like, I want that experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to go find us somewhere else. No, I'm good. But it was just fun. I, it was good food. I don't think we had a bad meal the whole time. Uh, I don't think uh, so. Dude. In Arkansas or in Little Rock? You need to be more specific. In Little Rock. In Little the Rock, I'm well. I'm an easy sell. I'm not. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Then you can talk about that. I don't. 
I don't know that I've had a bad meal in my life maybe five times. Oh my gosh. I'm and we all, we listed all, them all in the oh worst meals of our gosh. No, there's some places that are just mediocre. The, let me tell you, if, if you're not from the South, you've uh, never mediocre been is the better South. than bad. No, I agree, but I don't want mediocre. I want good. And, and let me tell you, if you've never been to the South as an American or you're from a different country, Southern food is some of the best food you can get in the U.S. It is rich, it is chock full of calories. It is going to bloat you up because your system's not used to it, but damn, it is good. So. It's so good. Yeah, I'm glad you specified the, the meals in Little Rock because I do remember a, I don't want to call it a diner. I don't know what to call it, where uh, we stopped yeah. and she asked me if I wanted sweet tea and I didn't want sweet tea and yeah. then she knew I wasn't like. Southern. Well, I, I, I'm just like, I don't <laughs> like tea ever, whether it's sweet or not. And she basically, if I remember right, she said that's all they have is sweet tea. Was yeah, right that's pretty that? normal. Down yeah, but that, yeah. that wasn't a diner. What did you call that? Thing? That was that was not a good meal. Was, I mean, okay. Yeah, but I mean, it was in the middle of nowhere. Because we, we drove to a couple um, nowhere towns. Um, yes, yeah, so we're we going wanted, there. Are we going there? We're going to go there. We, okay. we wanted to experience Little Rock. Off. I, okay, when I drive, I don't want to be on the highway or the freeway because it doesn't give you an idea of the state or the city so i like doing back roads to see what's out there this is my thing this is my thing and so we're like okay so noah had his map we're like we're gonna go around this way and we went through um the, yeah. well the first off there was a lot of flooding oh. because of rains the night before and so there was like wild dogs running around it was weird i remember that in the road it's like what the hell is going on there are like packs of dogs running and around. there were a number of houses and this wasn't because of the flooding and it wasn't because of the storms that we looked at some barns or houses and we're like okay those need to be demolished but what's interesting and, and this you don't see too much from the west coast at least i don't think so which you'll see in the south is that and i noticed this in arkansas a lot you'd have somebody with a really nice house a beautiful house and then like a few feet away somebody i don't want to call it a very humble home i don't want to call it a shack because you don't see that home. No, I'd never seen that. Oh, people see were living the there. So you had these people living in opulence, basically. And then next to them was somebody who was living kind of what people might call a shack. I don't like to call it that. That's somebody's home. So, but it was just kind of shocking to me a little bit. I'd never seen anything like that. So I was like, wow, a little bit. But um, maybe that's just my ignorance. But um, it was it was very humbling and interesting. Um, various little towns that you could drive through. Um we stopped at stores. We did stop at restaurants and, and had some interesting experiences through that. Um, We're not going there. <laughs> we can. I just don't want... Okay, here's the thing. Yes. This is what I want to say is disclaimer first. You will meet a lot of Southern people when you go to the South, obviously. 95% of them are the sweetest, most oh. wonderful people. Let me tell you, I have found this with Southerners. They are very generous. They are very curious. They are very talkative. They are just kind, hospitable folk. Like anywhere, there's jerks that Ooh, make things yeah. difficult. I don't know where you're going now. Oh, I thought we were talking about two different things. Going. No, I don't know where you're going. <laughs> go, go where you're going. Where are you going? So we stopped to a restaurant. Oh, okay. And this also happened in Mississippi where because they obviously knew that we were not from the South, uh -huh. they were not the most hospitable people to us. Oh. Um, and I had never experienced that before. It was kind of like strange to feel that way where it was like as soon as they heard my accent, they assumed I was a Yankee. And... She like, put quotes up because she's not a Yankee. Yeah, and then they, um, like, one of them threw the money down on the counter and wouldn't even talk to me. And it was very strange. But, like I said, I've been to the South many times, and I've only had, like, two experiences that kind of shook me up like that. And it was both on that trip. And I have met hundreds upon hundreds of Southerners. This is not normal, but just be aware. That it could happen. That it well, could you, happen. well, that can happen. In, sure, in it happens in New York, York when like, people please. are rude. But it, was oh. just, it was just kind of, but it was because of where I was from. And I'm like, well, well, I'm from the West Coast originally. We had nothing to do with the war. I could argue. <laughs> so. Well, but I could argue New Yorkers sometimes are rude to people where they're from because they're not from here. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, but they're not going to do that I usually gonna... to you as a tourist. So the place I thought you were going to go was Cotton Plant. Are you going to Cotton Plant? I went to Cotton Plant. No, but are you going to talk about Cotton Plant? Or you're not no, gonna talk I'm about leaving cotton. that to you. Uh, I don't know even what to say because I was just... So let's just say that it was very I'm different. I'm giving a shout out to Cotton Plant. The, the, they deserve a it shout It was interesting. Out. Cotton Plant raised our interest interest to this day we still talk about when we think plant. about little rock we think about cotton plant so of all those little towns and little cities yeah. we drove through 
cotton plant sticks out in our minds. And it's not because of where Camberley went. I see. I thought she was going to go to no, cotton that, plant. But that one place was a diner. And outside of the, when you enter the city. But that wasn't cotton plant. It says, I know, but it says smile. Smiles. Everyone in this town smiles. And so we go in. That's basically their big theme. I forget the city. And, they and then smile. we go in, and this woman was like, mm hmm, to us because. She wasn't. Mm-hmm. She, she did. Oh, go, that's more you, of a New York thing. Go, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you very much. When she brings something, she goes, mm hmm. Oh, and that I wasn't. I spoke mm-hmm. to my southern friends, and I go, what does that mean? They go, that means she doesn't like you. That means she's not going to even say thank you. That means something about you is bothering well, her. And I was like, Ouch. I remember what I said at that time, but I thought it was a like a, like a store, like a drive through type thing. Like no, a, it was like a diner. No, no, no. What I'm saying is this happened to you another time because oh, I made incidents because yeah. that's the time I went through separate from you because I didn't want you to be influenced yeah. by me because I am a Yankee. You are not. Yeah. By our definitions, not by their definitions. By yeah. their definitions, I think we're both Yankees. Yeah, I think but, right. but <laughs> This was in Mississippi. But, so I separated <laughs> from you because I was concerned that my accent was coloring how they were treating you. So therefore, I separated and you had said in the second location that I remember going through when I went through separately. Yeah. You said they didn't say thank you to you again. They went, mm-hmm. And I said, well, what are they not saying? She said, what? I said, they're not saying you're welcome. Yeah. Which I am, I take to mean you're not. But I, I, I can't say that's true or false. It's just um, how... When I explained the situation to my southern friends, they agreed that that's what was going on. There. And it doesn't represent the South fully. Like I said, there's jerk New Yorkers. There's jerk people in Portland, Washington, Boston, Portland, Maine. Everywhere there's jerks. And so don't take it that way or be... Southern people, I love them. I think they're some of the most hospitable, kind, fun people. So don't, like get all freaked out about it. I just want to put that out there. That was our experience. It's only happened to me twice. But that's very interesting. That's that when I said you're going to go there. I didn't know that's where you're going to go. I thought you were going to talk about <laughs> cotton plant. Because when I think of our... I no. want people to know. The, the two things... Okay. The two places she did not go yet and that I was waiting for her to go. When she said Arkansas and she said like Little Rock and everything. When we were driving outside of Little Rock, <laughs> one was cotton plant. Because cotton plant not left shout an out. impact on both of us. <laughs> And apparently our car was very memorable in Cotton Plant, which I don't understand. It was a rental, but apparently it caught looks. So apparently we had some sweet ri- a sweet ride going on there. Yeah, we That's had a, a sweet ride. B, the second thing. Are you saying the other thing that you talked about was the thing we talked about in the culture world? <laughs> are you bringing that up now? I am. That's yes, the other place I, I thought you were going to go. I will, but before I did, I wanted to bring up Market Street before you we mean, left Arkansas. You mean River Market. River Market. River yes. Market, before we go to the fun story, story time one last time, is... A place where you can go and enjoy a bunch of food from Little Rock. There's a bunch of vendors there, and they sell like fruits and vegetables. It's 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 a little market, and I just want to recommend that you do that because it's a good way to experience a lot of the different food and things that you can buy in that area. You know, and and have it one place so you could take your little tray and pick up stuff from various places. When we went, you had to be careful because in the South, sometimes things close down early on Sunday if they're even open at all. Because it's still um, not just the South, Midwest too. Yeah, Midwest even, too. Yeah. Well, Perfect. even some parts of New York. Yeah, there's yeah there. There are some parts, but I think the South is kind of known a little bit more for um, really uh, taking and the Midwest for taking time off for Sunday because it's a holy day. Nothing wrong. There with that. are some states. Well, back in the day, I, and actually, I think there are some states that still do this. You get paid extra for working Sundays. Oh, well, not in any ones I've been in. In one of the ones, I, actually, two of the ones I've been in and did. They gave it was called Sunday pay. Uh, so Sunday pay was time and a half. There you go. It was great. And 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 because they see that as a family day, so therefore you should be with your family if you're going to be open and going to be working. They pay. So I can't speak to Arkansas if that's what they do. But when you say some things close early in some parts yeah. of the United States, they respect that as yeah, as the holy not to say day. as the well. It is though. It a is. holy day, but also a family day. It's it's meant to be not be working. It's not yeah. meant to be a work day in their minds. Right. And so just know that in, in Little Rock, a lot of things may be closed. Even though it's a city, it's very common for things to be closed. So they close a little bit earlier there. I think it's one or two so people can go to the last service of church. This is what the woman told me. Great. So we had to kind of hurry up and get stuff because we showed up late. And I remember the place is no longer there, but there's other places there have taken its place. But we got sandwiches and chips and they had pies. And we really wanted to try something. Okay, Southerners know how to put out them pies. Let me tell you, they know how to make pies in the South. And so I remember we were excited about the pies. And so she split both of our pies in half so we could try each other's, which was just so cool. They were just so cool and hospitable to make your experience really great. Then we went outside and we like sat against the river because there's a river there in Arkansas. 
and sat at a picnic bench with everybody else and families were out by the river because it was nice weather and it was just such a fun family feel and somebody wanted us to sign a petition and we said we're not from there and I remember I said oh, I love it and he and I said I should move here he goes you should you should move here just fabulous the so why haven't you so moved friendly. there why haven't you moved there I don't know if I can handle the summers there what dude why they're worse than here what do you mean by worse I don't know what the that means the humidity the heat is worse than New York it goes on longer also it's a little bit small for me I don't know if I could handle a small city like that I loved it but I don't know if I could handle it I see I also there was also at the River Market or right outside I yeah. don't know that you mentioned this enough is they had people selling their wares like artisans mm-hmm. because I did get a necklace there I know I don't know what you bought I think somebody was selling soaps if I remember correctly yep I got soaps so there there was enough at the river market to catch our eyes oh it was really so, cool yeah i love the artisan stuff i did get some goat soap and things and it was just this guy knew what he was talking about and he was quite the salesman yeah i loved it culture well <laughs> culture well culture we will end it out on a high note i don't so, know that it was hot well it depends <sighs> it depends how much you like to drink hint so a little story when we were driving back into arkansas again we we're always going in and out because that was our main base um, we were driving on the road and all of a sudden we saw a four-way stop and there was cops everywhere and there was a big truck, big trucks everywhere in front of us. And I was like, oh my gosh, something must've happened. Maybe there's an accident. Maybe there's a fugitive who, who broke out of the pen. Oh my gosh. And so I'm flipping out and the truck in front of me all of a sudden like jackknifes to the right down this like dusty old road and just disappears. I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe that guy was a criminal. Flipping out, wondering what it was. So we get to the four-way stop. and the You remember what I said? Uh-uh. Like, it's probably a checkpoint. And I'm like, a checkpoint for what? And then I'm like, I didn't think about it until we were actually there. And <laughs> so he said checkpoint, but that, I think, prisoner with checkpoint. We get up yeah, to the four-way stop. I, I actually did think of liquor. I don't remember if I verbalized <laughs> it, but I thought it. It was a dry county. It was a dry county. If you would like to explain that. Some places are dry. Can't have liquor. Can't transport it. Can't buy it. It's it's very... It's Because some places are always dry counties. And that's not just the South. That's throughout the U.S. But it's a little bit more common. In my opinion, in the South, it could be wrong. But sometimes it's just during certain days. Like Sunday. Some days, it's just all the time. And it's strange. Because you could drive five miles down the road. And you can have all the liquor you want. You can roll in your front yard with a six-pack and go woo and throw a party. But then five miles down the road, you can't do that. Uh, it really depends on the county. There were some counties that I read about that they'll allow you to have liquor. You just can't transport it in from another county. So strange. Uh, it, it Look, I, I, I'm it, not judging it. It's just even as an American, I was shocked by this. I'd never heard. I'd heard of dry counties before, but I thought it was a thing of the past. It was kind of archaic. And then it turned out it was right before my eyes. And the guy, the officer pulls me over and he's like... Afternoon, ma'am. You know, this is a checkpoint. Uh, what was it? Sobriety or checkpoint? No, it or? wasn't sobriety checkpoint. It was a liquor, tra- something like liquor transportation. I don't remember. It was it, so it was, strange. It wasn't yeah, that strange. it was a little bit strange. And so I went, okay. I said, no, I'm not transporting any liquor, officer. He's like, looking at my back seat. And, I, and he's like, well, can I see your license and registration? I went, yeah, here, you know, it's a rental car. And I went, I'll pop my hood. Would you like, he's like, I would like that, ma'am. And I'm like, okay. It was just really strange. He checks the whole car, sees that there's nothing going in there. I mean, there's nothing going on. Um, knows that we're tourists. And he's like, okay, we're just checking to make sure nobody's transporting alcohol. And I'm like, what? I'm like, because, honey, I'm going to be having tons tonight. I'm heading back to Little Rock. <laughs> You knew, no, and and that's why I know you knew it was a liquor thing beforehand, because we saw them popping trucks, so there was a sign that said... Once we got close enough. Once we got close enough, there was a sign or something, because you made a joke that you were going to say something and and say basically (laughs) that to the officer, and then when you got up there, you didn't say all that, but you talked a big game, and so you knew knew it was about liquor, so, (laughs) well... No, you're I'm not that stupid not. when you're sober. When you're drunk, you, yeah, you can, your stupid. mouth can get a going. It does get me in trouble sometimes. But I, I, well, I was sober, and I wasn't going to mouth off to this officer. He's just doing his job. But it's just it was one of the strangest American customs, and this is coming from somebody who's American. Dry counties. It's just they have officers. This is what they're doing. Officers at these corners stopping people looking for liquor. This is what they are doing. And maybe there's not a lot of crime in their county or their area, which is good. 
Or maybe they feel alcohol can alcohol consumption can lead to crime. Yeah, possibly. Or drunk driving. Or well, the guy in front of me was up to something because he jackknifed it off the road. Well, he, might, he had liquor in his trunk. He I don't probably know. was selling that to people in his camp. Well, when you say dry counties <laughs> are a rare thing, actually there are dry states. There are some states that I had mentioned in our previous episode that basically uh, they make no laws regarding allowing for alcohol. They yeah. let the individual counties make that determination. That's so therefore, that talk. would totally allow for dry, dry counties because by default, the entire state is dry. Crazy the, the individual county has to determine that it's going to be wet or I think it was semi-dry. Semi I think you can have semi-dry counties. I think that's what you're you. referring to when you said, oh, it depends on the I have the no interest in them counties. None. I, I, there's no way. I, I laughed because I was like, this is insane. This is insanity. Arkansas, Arkansas. <laughs> I just love old Arkansas. Let me tell you, you're just you're gonna get all kinds of things in Arkansas. That's why I enjoyed it. Do I recommend it? Is it my to-do list? Absolutely, because there's some really deep emotional things that give it the history that Arkansas has. Uh, Delicious food, wonderful, friendly people, and I were, crazy stories. If I were to go, I'm sorry, cotton plants. <laughs> but if I were to go back, I'd go toward the hot springs. Yes, I'd, I'd go down go in the other the direction. Springs. Absolutely. So, but that would, I mean, then we'd have to take a special trip to Cotton Plant because Cotton Plant is basically east heart. of Little Rock. So, therefore, if we're going west to the Hot Springs, then we have to do something unique in order to get some cotton plant in. Uh, I, I think I, I, I caught one cotton plant experience is enough, I think. But, I mean, look, it was great. You've given them a shout out. I gave because they don't get in enough. But now you're saying once is enough. It's not in a bad way. It's kind of like I've it's been to not. certain cities and I wouldn't go back. Not because they're bad, but because I want to see more. I want to see the hot springs. It has nothing to do with cotton plant. There'll be another cotton plant out there, but not quite the there, same. No, there is no other cotton plant. <laughs> there is only one cotton plant. Yes. The only, the only city I think I've heard you talk about in the same kind of um, way as cotton plant might be Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And would you that agree with that? A, that was an experience. Would yeah. you agree that those are the two? No, I didn't. I mean, Allentown wasn't my vibe. Cotton Plant was a little bit more vibe. Oh, it, my oh vibe. okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to say it has a special place in my heart. I'm not saying going at it, go out of your way to go there, but it was an experience. I so, see. So if you had to say one city to visit in Arkansas, what one city would you say? Little Rock. Okay, I just was trying to see if Cotton I'm Plant. I'm just saying, if it. you're going to travel anywhere, make sure you know you have a lot of gas, you have a good running car, because you could be in the middle of nowhere and your stuff runs out or whatever, you have a problem, and take the less the road less taken. And, and have those magical moments for good or for bad. Yeah, because I honestly don't know that I could have done a full week in Little Rock. I don't know how to No, that. no, it's definitely not. It was good home base for what we were doing. Um, I think two days, uh, possibly three if you're really relaxing and kicking back at like a B&B or something, depending on what you're looking for, is enough. Um, I, I would say two is good for me, but two or three and then move it along. But I think Little Rock has, has it all. And it's a great fun, fantastic stories. Love my ma, love my pa. <laughs> On that note, live your life as an exclamation, not an explanation.